what was the the what made you ultimately decide to go with him as your trainer? Um, yeah, firstly, it was leaving Kevin and then having a discussion with Tyson. And I, you know, Tyson's always been good to me and looked after me. So he recommended Andy Lee. Uh, you know, he said oh, he would be a great trainer and that he would be one of those trainers that he rates really highly, you know, the top three that he's ever trained with. And so that meant a lot. And then um, after having the discussions with Andy on Zoom, I think three or four phone calls or Zoom calls that we had, um, I was on an airplane flying out in six days' time to meet him for the first time and then start training camp. So it was just a feel, you know. We had a good feeling about um, when we spoke to him, the team, us, myself, and the team in New Zealand. And then also, you know, he just a recommendation from Tyson and that sort of sealed the deal. Actually working together now and, and having a chance to, to experience each other, um, what has that, that per, uh, chemistry been like? And um, what have been some of the differences that, that Andy has tried to bring out in your game? Yeah, we, um, when, I, when I flew it and met Andy in Ireland for the first time and got to work, um, yeah, we started working straight away you know, as soon as we as soon as I got off the plane we went to the gym to loosen up or to to sort of shake off the, the long flight that I had and just with that and then the, the sessions leading into it we he started picking up a few things which uh, I believe I was doing wrong and, and things that weren't didn't really wasn't flowing well and um, he was able to he's not trying to change the whole my whole style because of the time that we had you know I think we had about six or seven weeks together. Um, but he just added a few things here and there, corrected a few things, and I feel like he's made a big um, impact and a big change um, in what I'm bringing now and into this next fight. Thank you, Joseph, and best of luck. Thank you. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. If we could go to Wingy Boxing next, please. on mute wing if you just press that button there. Got it. Joseph Joseph what's going on how are you brother what's up brother uh, oh by the way I spoke to Lucas Brown yesterday he said hi I don't know what that means don't know, don't know, don't know if that's anything for the future I don't know um, you said to me uh, sorry you said in an interview that if you lose to Derek Chisora you feel like you want to do something you know you should do something else do you feel that's putting unfair pressure on yourself because it's heavyweight boxing and you don't want to think of the negative, but anything could sort of happen. That, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, isn't it? Yeah, you, you never want to think of the negative, but you have to be uh, realistic. You know, there's you're either going to win or you're going to lose. And I feel like at this stage of my career, I should be able to, you know, I am expected to win. And I feel like um, I got youth on my side, I got, hand, I got speed, I got movement. So I should go in there and, and take care of business. I know Chisora is, you know, going to come ready. Probably the most ready he's going to be because, um, you know, this might be one of those big last fights for him if he gets it wrong. So, you know, at this stage, I should be able to take care of business. And I feel like I should. I mean, um, I'll back myself. And if I do lose, not saying that I will, but if I do lose, you know, I'll have to ask myself some serious, serious questions. And obviously, you've got no concerns about war. Just going to stay cool, stay calm, because she's always about bringing that war. I guess that's your, you're not going to give away game plan, but remaining cool. Nice yeah, bit of distance, he's, that sort of thing. He's, he's going to come and bring war. There's no real secret to his uh, his style. You know, he comes forward. I'm sure Buddy McGregor might add a few things here and there and help him, but his style is to come forward and bring war, chase you down for a lot of punches and pressure. And I, I feel off the, the game plan that Andy and I have been working on in, in the gym and inspiring and in training um, executed well. It should be a great, a good knife for us.
thank you very much, brother. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, Wingy. Thanks, Wingy. If we go to Ames from Boxing News TV next, please. Ames here from Boxing News TV. Pleasure to meet you, Joe. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Well, nice questions. To nice to meet you, too. Questions for Andy first. Um, in the same way that Tyson Fury has had criticism for like comparative heavyweight knockout power, Joe has that same sort of criticism in terms of his aspect of boxing. Is that something between you that you've highlighted and are specifically working on together, bringing that Kronk influence in and that power with it? I think any heavyweight can knock you out um, if they punch correctly. And you've seen um, the way Tyson's changed his punching technique and Joe's doing a similar, working on a similar technique. So hopefully that will lead to him knocking more people out. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think these big men, they all have, if they hit you right, um, with the right technique and in the right place at the right time, they're going to knock you out. So we've been working on that with Joseph and uh, yeah, hopefully he can follow that. And uh, Joe, I just wanted to ask you, like, if you if you were to come through this, not to look over Derek Chisor in any sort of way, I, I see that um, one of your former opponents that you fought, uh, Andy Ruiz, is returning to the ring. Is that a particular fight that you would look to take on again? Um, listen, I, I, if I get the job done this Saturday, I'll, I'll fight anyone. I just I don't care what it is. First, I just got to get this done, um, get a good win, uh, Derek Chisor, and then anyone, anyone that's free and, and willing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Ames. Thank you. Uh, let me go to Ron Lewis from Boxing Scene next, please. Uh, Joe, hi, mate. Uh, lovely What's to up? see you. Very good. I- I'm well. Are you well? Good, good. Good, Ron. Yeah. Um, with, uh, you've been with Kevin, obviously, a long time um, before you went pro. You know, How long were you sort of thinking about making the change and, and how tough was it to um, actually you know, pull the trigger, as it were? Yeah, it was, very, it was a very tough decision because of the time that we've had um, and it became more of a... Uh, more than just fighter and boxer because I stayed at the house because it's sort of like a family member. Um, and so it was a very hard decision, but it was one of those decisions that I, I, feel, I felt I had to make at that time, at this stage of my career. And at this stage, this probably was the best decision I've made. Um, I just needed a, I needed a, something new and a fresh a sort of voice in my corner. And, you know, I've been happy and excited ever since I made that decision. And since I've moved over to Ireland and, and here in the UK to start training with Andy. <clears throat> Excellent. I mean, what was there, was there anything in particular that that you thought was was it the far fight you thought you know I'm I'm not fulfilling my potential? Yeah, that's it's a, it's a number of things. I feel like the same training schedule that I've had. I feel like you know, I wasn't excited again to be flying back to Vegas and training, and I felt that it was um, we're doing a lot of the same things. Um, so I just I needed something new and something fresh, and um, you know it was a great decision. The last time you were over here, obviously, you boxed Dillian. And uh, if you take out that fight, apart from the fact if if you hadn't been knocked down by a headbutt, you'd have uh, actually, that would have been a draw, that fight. Because that was a round you were winning, which turns into a 10-8 round his way. And that, that would have been a draw on the scorecards. Um, presumably, you're hoping a win against Chisora will actually put you back in, you know, to possibly a Fury fight, possibly a Joshua rematch at some point. Yeah, whenever Derek will open many doors, and I feel like there's a lot of opportunity to fight the other big names out there. There's, you know, like I mentioned before, there's Andy Ruiz, there's Dylan White. There's a lot of fighters there sitting there that we can make happen. I just have to get past this first uh, first fight in front of us. Excellent. Cheers, Joe. Speak to you soon, mate. Cheers, Ron.
Thanks, Ron. If you go to James Lupton from Pro Boxing Fan Space. Hello, guys. A couple of questions for Andy. Um, we've spoken before. You weren't looking at coaching until Paddy Donovan. You seem to have been very selective with who you coach. What was it about Joseph that made you want to coach him? Um, as much as I was recommended to him, he was recommended to me by Tyson. Um, I asked Tyson what type of person he was, and he, the one phrase he used was, um, no, Andy, I know you'll get along. He's like us. He's one of us. And I knew exactly what he meant by that. And, um, yeah, you're spending all this time with somebody. You're investing a lot of your energy in the person. And you're also giving up your own time with your family and things, other things that you have to do in your life to to help this other person. So they have to be good people. Like, that's one of the biggest requirements for me to work with a fighter is that we get along as much as I see the potential and the physical or, you know, the potential of them as boxers. They have to be good people. So... Joseph certainly that. And obviously, Joseph brought you into his camp, and we've seen Derek bring Buddy McGirt into his camp. What improvements does Buddy make to Derek at this stage of his career? Um, uh, like like us, they wouldn't have had a lot of time. We've had eight weeks. I think they've had less time together. Um, so it is hard to affect change. You can, you, but you can tweak things. And I think Buddy will probably add a little bit more uh, craft or a little bit more nuance to our maybe he won't be as crude and maybe have one or two little tricks in terms of closing the distance or head movement. <coughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think it's a great addition. Even on, not only that, experience in the corner, being Brendan Burke's great cornerman as well as coach and teacher. He's a great cornerman and that's a whole different aspect of being a boxing coach. You have to guide a fighter through the fight and um, give them the right instructions at the right time and put him in there. certainly knows how to do that. So, yeah, it's, it's a good addition to Derek Chisora's camp. And one for you, Joseph. Um, obviously, the glitz and glamour of Vegas, moving over to Ireland and recently been in training in Morecambe. Is it a better fit for you, the less distractions and things like that? Um, I just, yeah, the, the whole setup was great. Um, you know, the first year we started off in Ireland for two weeks, um, proceed to, for Andy and I to get to know each other and work on a few things. Then we moved our camp to the UK, I think, better for sparring, um, more accessible for us. And I feel like it's a, it was a great change. You went from Vegas, to, like you said, the bright lights, um, even though we didn't stay in the Vegas center, it was, you know, it was still like the bright lights and a lot of distractions, but it was great just to be away from everyone. Um, it felt like I was at the beginning of my career again, where I just, all oh, these new things, you know, the environment, um, the new team, new coach, and I've, I thoroughly enjoyed it all. Fantastic. Best of luck for the weekend, guys. Thank you. Thanks, James. If we go to Jim Conlon next, please. Uh, hi, two questions. Uh, first, uh, first, Andy, uh, in relation to uh, Ireland as such, uh, uh, Jim Conlon here from RCB Radio Sport Ireland. You talk about the training ca- camp. Uh, did you bring um, uh, Joseph down to Limerick or did COVID restrictions mean the county restrictions that you had to move over to England? Yeah, that was the, that was the problem, uh, Jim. We were in we were, we were in Dublin. We trained in Dublin. I trained in Carlo Grady's gym in uh, Harrods Cross, and uh, <laughs> we were working there. Jason Quigley as well, and Paddy Donovan. And um, but because of the because of the pandemic, um, it, was, it was very hard to get sparring in there. So Tyson offered us the use of his gym and the use of one of his houses, and any of his contacts that he may have. And so we were able to get fantastic sparring in, in, yep, in, in Markham. So 
and we were both away. I was away from my family and Joseph, so we we, we were both um, a lot more focused on the job. You know, we had nothing else to, to do or think about with training. And uh, just a quick question for you, uh, Joseph. Uh, you mentioned Andy was uh, recommended to you. We all know about that sort of fighting uh, Irish sort of spirit, and we know about Andy's uh, record in the ring as well. Uh, were you sort of looking for that per per person as a coach uh, that was just recently in the fight game as well that's come out of it, sort of uh, a fresh, young, uh, enthusiastic uh, sort of coach uh, that uh, sort of hasn't been long out of the business? Yeah, I... Um... To be totally honest, I wasn't really looking for anyone. I just took Tyson's recommendation, and it's great. Like everything that you've said, someone who a lot of experience. You know, Andy has a lot of experience. You know, just recently, like finished not long ago from his boxing career, and he's you know he's a great teacher. So it's, it was. I think it was a great um, great fit for me. You know, to to join up with Andy. Uh, cheers, Joseph. Cheers, Andy. Best of luck. Also, Thanks, Jim, I have, I have better technique than Joseph, so I'm still like the showman thing. At the <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we go to Devinda from the Boxing Voice next, please. Hi, Joseph. You okay? Yeah, Devinda, good to see you. Good stuff. Uh, just a question for you in regards to Tyson. He's uh, Tyson Fury. He's obviously fought Derek Chisora twice. Um, he knows you both. What kind of advice has he given you going into the Chisora fight? Um, he, he's given a little advice. I know he, we, we did a bit of training together. And like Andy said, he gave us the gym to use in one of his houses and that. So I think uh, Tyson gets along with everyone. And um, he just gave it a little bit of advice when he saw a few things that we could work on. But ultimately, he left it to Andy and myself to you know, come up with the game plan and you know figure it out. But as someone who's already fought him, it was great to be around him and great to have that positive energy. And he was just, you know, he he would give advice here and there. And and in regards to fighting uh, Derek on Saturday night, are you expecting him to just come out the gate straight away, throwing bombs similar to how he did with uh, with Usyk? Is that what you're what you're expecting, or do you expect him a, in terms of a long fight? Um, that's that's probably what we're expecting. Uh, you know, that's his style is no secret. Like I mentioned before, and he's just he's going to come out and apply the pressure and, and chase me down. That's what we think he's going to bring, and we're prepared. We're prepared for that, and we're prepared for anything else he's going to bring. Brilliant. Joseph, all the best from the Boxing Boys, and good luck Saturday night. Thanks. Thanks, Domino. OK, we go to Danny Flexen from Seconds Out next, please. Hey, Joseph, how you doing? What's up, Danny? Yeah, good, mate. I hope you're well. Um, Derek Chisora has been around the block, as it were, for a heavyweight. A um, lot of people have outboxed him, but very few people have taken him out of there. Do you feel you need to get a conclusive ending to the fight to really distinguish yourself from the other crop of heavyweights? That'll be nice. I mean, with what Andy was saying, um, you know, any heavyweight can knock out any heavyweight. It's all about um, how you throw the punch and the technique you're using when throwing these punches. So if I throw it correctly and, and know how I know I can, it'll be nice to, to catch McLean and knock him out. That'll be, it'll be cool. And you've said it'll open a lot of doors for you. I'm sure there'll be a lot of um, promoters who want to, you know, enlist your services, assuming you get a, a good win over Chisora. What's your preferred route, though? How would you like to get back to the top of the heavyweight division? Uh, you know, firstly, to get the job done on Saturday and then, you know, um, look at signing another, you know, deal with a promoter. Um, and then just, you know, fighting any of the best fights we can get. 
and, and be in a position where when the belts are sort of, you know, available to fight for, that we're right there to put up a hand and say, hey, we're ready for it. Brilliant. And Andy, just a, a quick one for you. You're clearly still very close with Tyson Fury, using his gym and his house and preparing Joseph for this fight. Will you be working with him and Sugar Hill for his next fight, presuming you know, the times work out? Yeah, if I'm able to. Um, and who knows, Joe could be fighting around the same time and we'll all train together again. Um, that would be the ideal situation. Um, but yeah, we're in constant contact. I talked spoke to him yesterday. He gave us a call, me, myself and Joseph. And um, yeah, they're just waiting for the date. And then we'll go to camp. But he's, he's still training like an animal every day. <laughs> oh, he won't need much camp, you know. Uh, but yeah, whenever whenever the date's set, we'll, we'll get, get to work. Brilliant. Best of luck to you guys on Saturday night. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. If you go to Brett Redmond next, please. Cheers, Dan. Yeah, hi, gents. Uh, two questions. First one for Andy. Uh, you just mentioned there that you've only been able to train, obviously, with Joseph for the past eight weeks. Uh, I'm sure you guys have watched back the junior far fight. What did you take from that fight and what do you think potentially in those minor tweaks that you can make with Joe going into Saturday? Um, I, I just thought that when I watched the fight, not to be too critical of Joseph, and it's all past and whatever, but uh, he just, yeah, he looked like a guy who wasn't stimulated, that he ran out of ideas and um, once plan A didn't, well, he was working, he won the fight. It was a hard fight and I'm not sure, you know, people looking at this as like a negative performance, but Junior Farr is a good fighter and he'll beat most I think he'll beat most of the heavyweights out there and he had a very good strategy in terms of that he was leading back, being negative, allowing Joe to commit and then countering. It's always hard to look good against that type of style but sometimes you just have to fight and grind it out and that's what Joe did. I thought he could have done it had a bit more nuance or a bit more um, like a few different ideas about how to close that distance and not just be the one aggressing and um, leaving himself open to counters but um that, that was it. I still think it was a good performance beating Junior Fire, who was a top 10 heavyweight contender. So there's no shame in that. It's only, only pride, yeah? Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. Cheers for that comment, mate. Thank you. Uh, uh, next one, obviously, on to Joe. Joe, how are you keeping, buddy? Good, thanks, Britt. Good to see you. Yeah, and good to see you again, buddy. Um, the last one, all I'll draw on is, is that Derek's obviously come out and made some recent comments that if he'd have fought on the same continent as what you did previously against Andy Ruiz, that uh, he would have won the title because it was effectively saying it was your show so you've won it because it's in your backyard do you think that's a ploy for him to try and play some mind games and draw you out into a uh i suppose a heated debate that he wants to have in the middle of the ring listen derek can say many things derek he's entitled to his opinion and he's been saying a lot of things leading into this fight um some of them silly some of them not silly you know, I think it just we just got to let him say what he wants to say, and um, as long as we're focused on the fight ahead and what we have to do, then it's, it's, it's all good. Joe, listen, I'm not going to take any more of your time, buddy. All right, I wish you every bit of success for Saturday. Take care, mate. Thanks, Brett. Good to see you. Thanks, Brett. If you go to Marshall Brown next, please. Hey, Joseph, how you doing, Brett? Marshall, good to see you. Yeah, good, thank you. I got, yeah, a uh, quick question for you. So the, um, you're no stranger to activity, um, being, uh, you know, active and fighting back-to-back in recent years. But um, since 2018 was the last time you came right out and fought again. How do you think that will help you or will it hurt you being in training camps back-to-back and 
not being consistent with fighting. Uh, I feel like um, it's good to have momentum. And as a fighter, you know, when you're fighting and when you're training, all you want to do is fight. And I feel when you're having back-to-back, you know, training camps and fights, you're only going to get better and gain more experience and work on more things to improve your skill and technique. And I, I feel like this will be very, very beneficial that we just finish the fight and on to the next one. Right. And the other question I have is, you're, you're, you're an easygoing guy, cool temper, mild. How do you get up for guys? <clears throat> like some guys like Jasora, he likes to play mind games. He says certain things and all that. And I see you guys are cordial. But how do you get up for guys if you don't have – because some guys need motivation, anger, whatever. What's your motivation outside of just wanting to win? Um, I, I have a different motivation. I mean, I'm away from making a lot of sacrifices, being away from – like Andy said, we're both away from our families. And, you know, I just, you know, I'm doing this mostly for myself, really. You know, I want to be, I have goals that I want to achieve. And I know I'm easygoing outside of the ring and before a fight and after a fight, but I need a, you know, it's going to be a different um, different person or different fighter coming into this fight. Well, thank you. And I wish you the best of luck, man. Thanks so much. Okay, go to Ed from RTE Sport next, please. You know, just a quick question for Andy and um, for Joe as well. Uh, Andy, I suppose just since you started working with the heavyweight, obviously you work with Tyson as well, and now with Joe. But uh, you do a lot of work, obviously, with the smaller lads, with Jason and Paddy as well. It, is there a crossover in that training that you can bring from Jason, say Jason's work, to Joe to you know for the bigger lads that you can incorporate some of the some of the uh, techniques that the, the smaller fighters will, will use on yourself as, you, as well as the middleweight? Yeah, the two heavyweights, they're, um, they're unusual heavyweights in that they're very well coordinated. You know, a lot of heavyweights, especially ones of Tyson's size, they don't have that coordination. So you're limited to what you can, how you can train them or how you can ask them to move. Both Joseph and Tyson, Tyson are very coordinated and Joseph's very athletic. Um, so there's a certain... Certain workout we do, which is involves a leg circuit, a leg circuit, and uh, I wouldn't ask Tyson to do it because of the agility it takes to do. It because Tyson is six foot nine and two hundred and seventy pounds, like just wouldn't make sense. But Joseph certainly did, and um, like the technique is one thing, but the attitude is always the same. It's the way you talk to your fighters and how you instill what their belief should be and what they how they should think in a ring and in a fight and in a certain situation. It's the same across the board, regardless of weight. And, um, yeah, certainly the big, the big heavyweights, they may not have the same volume as the, as the smaller guys, but they certainly have power, you know? So you um, manage in those energies and it's, it's, yeah, it's different, different, different. There's different fighting, training a heavyweight and a light-off guy, but there are also a lot of similarities, there's a lot of crossovers that you can, that you can bring. And then obviously just Joseph to follow up on that. Andy's talking about adding some, I suppose, nuance to to your technique. Um, has he also, I suppose, does that does with does um, by adding that technique and nuance, does the power improve? Like like Andy himself was a specialist knockout artist himself, and he hit with real power. Does that does that translate? Um, do you feel yourself hitting harder under Andy? Yeah, I feel I feel you know when you're. You're punching a certain way, and then when you so add, you add better technique to how you're punching, I feel like I'm punching a lot harder now. Um, but you know, there's only one way to find out, and that's May one. So 
Um, I, I felt great in the gym. I felt great on, the, you know, doing all the training that we've done. And I just got to, you know, the most important part is making it happen and putting it on display on May 1. I feel like I'm punching harder though. It's the best of luck. Thanks. Thanks, Ed. Okay, we we'll go to Joe from Pep Talk UK next, please. Hi, Joseph. Um, a win against Derek would surely catapult you back into title contention. I was just wondering how you felt, what you felt your posi- your rank was in the heavyweight division as well as Derek's right now. Um, I feel like we're both in the top, on the top ten, and. This will be a, a fight for us, a great fight for us to see who you know, goes on to getting a better ranking or getting closer to fighting for that world title. And um, obviously, Deontay Wilder hasn't had a fight since the Tyson Fury loss. Is that a fight you'd be eyeing up? God willing, you come through Derek Chisora on Saturday night? Uh, it's whatever whatever fight uh, makes sense after this next fight. You know, whatever fight that the team sets on or settles on that's uh i'll take any of those fights great best of luck on saturday joe thanks joe okay go to james regan next please hey joe it's james from new south back over in new zealand mate hope you're well hey. um i just just how do you feel physically and mentally at this stage um a week out given uh compared to the to the junior far fight, especially given that you were, I guess, a year in between fights in the build-up to that one. How's, how do you feel uh, differently, I guess? Um, to be totally honest, I feel a lot different from not only so much compared to the far fight, but compared to the last, I don't know, four or five fights that I've had. I feel like <clears throat> my body at the moment is a, a lot fresher, way fresher. We've put in some good work. Um, we've put in some great work. Um, with you know, if you talk to any of the pairs that we've done, the sparring, you know, the the leg circuits, everything, and I feel like my body's still a lot fresh, and I haven't had any sort of pain or injuries um, throughout this camp. So, to be totally honest, a lot better in terms of mentally and physically, in great shape. Did it, does that kind of emphasise how important it was to get that junior far fight and that camp? under your belt before you get on to bigger and better things? It was important to get that fight and camp under my belt, but then it was also important to make change. And with that change, I've seen like a lot of benefits and it's only been positive um, since I've, I've made that change. Thanks, mate. And just one for Andy. What's, um, I guess, impressed or, surprised, uh, impressed or surprised you about Joe over these past few weeks? Um, what's impressed us surprised me? Oh, he's all the meaning. He's, he's fast hands. He's, oh, he has all those physical attributes. He's fast. He's quick. He's got great experience for still a young fighter. He's got a lot of experience. And just hearing his stories about being an amateur representing New Zealand, traveling the world by himself, really, and paying his own way to fighting these mate like his t- international tournaments and always picking up medals and um, yeah, and he can punch. He's punching hard. Punching very hard. At the moment, so that's very impressive. I think Andy's very <laughs> impressed of my poker skills. <laughs> <laughs> he is a good. He has got a good poker face. He's a good bluffer. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, boys. All the best. Thanks, thanks, James.
Okay, we go to Michael Morgan next, please. Hey, Joe, I just wondered what your perspective was on the traction which has been gained by, you know, people like Jake Paul. I mean, does it help or hinder the sport? Um, I, I feel like it works both ways. I feel it, it helps the sport in terms of bringing a different fan base. Um, you know, I feel like those guys are just, uh, they have their own goals and what they want to achieve in life. Um, but they won't be, I don't think they'll be fighting for, or getting close to be fighting for a world title. So I feel like it's just one of those things that will be put on the side. I don't know. I, you know, you never know, but it's, uh, they're bringing, they're bringing more fans to boxing. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> and final one for me. I just wondered, you more than likely may have seen that Derek has been training at London Shoot Fight as a well-known MMA uh, gym. And he's talking about, you know, his admiration for MMA and possibly transitioning into MMA. Does that kind of give you a psychological advantage when, you know, to some people looking at that, it may be that he's checked out, checked out of boxing? It can be, or may, I don't know, maybe we just don't know what to expect of Derek. You know, he says this, he says that, he does this, he does that. So, you know, you can't really take it, um, you know, take it as it is or what he says. You know, you just got to, I don't know, if he does want to do MMA, then put on him. But there's, uh, there's one fight that's in front of him that he has to be prepared for first. Okay, we've just about run out of time for Joseph and Andy, but really appreciate you joining us, gents. Um, we'll let you get off 